reading from John chapter 4, verses 4 to 26. Now he had to go through Samaria, so he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said to you is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time will, is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know we worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is the spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us, then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Thank you, Noel, for reading scripture. Good morning. It is my privilege to share with you this morning and everyone here at Fair Havens and those participating back at Spring Garden Church and those watching online. Yesterday we participated, is this okay? Yesterday we participated in two spiritual exercises of Lectio Divina and Visio Divina on the Bible passage John 4, 1 to 26. Together, 
together we learned, um, is that okay? Great. Together we learned that Jesus intentionally sits down and talks with the Samaritan woman at Jacob's well. And together we also learned that Jesus revealed the truth about himself three times to the Samaritan woman. Do you everyone hear me now? Okay, let's start over again because it's a little. <laughs> um, yesterday, I just said we participated in two spiritual exercises, one uh, Lectio Divina and another one Visio Divina on the passage of John 4, 1 to 26 that Noel beautifully read for us. Together, we learned that Jesus intentionally sat down at the well of Jacob waiting for the Samaritan woman. And we also learned together that Jesus revealed himself three times to the Samaritan woman that he was the Messiah. In verses 13 and 14, we learned that Jesus is the living water who meets her spiritual needs of salvation. And in verses 16, and 17, 16 to 19, we learned that Jesus is a prophet who intimately knows her story. And in verses 23 to 26, we learn through the Samaritan woman, from Jesus, that she is enough, that Jesus loved her regardless of her sex, her ethnicity, her beliefs, her social status, her history, and finally, that Jesus is the Messiah, her Redeemer and Lord. This morning, I would like to share with you four application lessons that we can learn from this beautiful passage of Scripture. Three lessons will be from Jesus, and one lesson will be from the Samaritan woman. The first lesson from Jesus is that Jesus does things with intentionality. Jesus was intentional when he sat down at the well waiting for the Samaritan woman to arrive. The Samaritan woman purposely goes to the well at noontime because no one from her village or her community is there. She does not walk at the regular day time of day with the other women to go get water and have the normal conversations because she is a social outcast. She goes when it's the hot time of the day, which is noon. And when she arrives at the well, the Samaritan woman sees a man sitting there, and it's Jesus. Then to her great surprise, not only does this man, Jesus, begin a conversation with her, but he is a Jew. And the Jews and the Samaritans, they do not talk to one another because of religious and ethnicity differences. Samaritans were half Jews who worshiped God in the mountain and not in Jerusalem. Her reaction and her confusion is evident as she questions Jesus. You are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus continues his conversation with intentionality. And this leads us to her second lesson. 
Jesus welcomes open and meaningful dialogue. It was hard for the Samaritan woman to believe what Jesus was teaching her, that God, or Jesus, was the living water. Jesus welcomes her honest questions and her challenges and her redirections and allows the Samaritan woman to be her authentic self. As the Samaritan woman continues to listen to Jesus, she still is unsure of the truth throughout their conversation. Jesus respectfully and lovingly, through their open and meaningful dialogue, draws her into a deeper conversation, into a deeper understanding, into the well of truth about the God she worshipped and the Messiah she was waiting for her whole life. Jesus continues this intentional conversation by speaking truth. And this is our third lesson. Jesus speaks truth. Jesus encounters her personally and speaks truth to her first about herself. She has had five husbands and is presently living with a man who is not her husband. And secondly, he reveals to her the truth of his own identity. He is the Messiah. The Samaritan woman finally understands and lets go of what she thought was the truth and embraces the truth that Jesus is the living water, the Messiah, the long-waited one that they have all been waiting for. Jesus is the Messiah. So this first lesson that we learn from Jesus is about being intentional. And so I just want to stop here and say, how can we practically apply these three th lessons that we have learned from Jesus to our own lives? And as I just mentioned, the first lesson is that Jesus is intentional. He's intentional at meeting people where they are at in their life. So I invite you to reflect upon this question. Do I intentionally meet people where they are at? And do I start a conversation with something that we have in common, like Jesus did with the well and the water? The second lesson we learn from Jesus is to be available and to welcome open and meaningful dialogue by drawing people into a deeper understanding through conversation and the truth of scripture. So please, again, take a moment and reflect upon this question. Do I respectfully engage in open and meaningful dialogue by seeing beneath people's behaviors, opinions, questions and challenges and point them to Jesus with love, respect, and honor. The third lesson we learn from Jesus is to speak the truth about scripture and point people to God. This is hard. We all struggle with sharing who we are and who God is. 
And sometimes we're afraid. Sometimes we just don't know if we have the answers. And so there, sometimes we just remain silent. But I want to encourage you that Jesus is with us and Jesus will help us to speak truth. So I invite you to think about this question. When given the opportunity, do I speak truth into someone's life and share about Jesus, speaking respectfully and without judgment in a loving tone and posture that will point people to God? And I want to really stop there. We can share about God, but if we don't do it with respect and love in a proper tone and posture, then people are not going to be open to receive the truth of who Jesus is or the truth that maybe God wants you to speak into their life about who they are and how God sees them. So as believers, we are all called to be like Jesus. Jesus who willingly meets us where we are and is not affected by our story or the events in our lives. Jesus with love and grace opens our eyes to the truth through answering questions, exposing sin, and fills the void in our life because he is the living water, the Messiah. Therefore, we can put our faith and trust into Jesus. If you are like the Samaritan woman who is confused about Jesus or who he is, or you just have questions about Jesus and God and what is this all about, then I would like to encourage you this very day to begin to seek, ask and learn. Ask Jesus, show me who you are. And then meet with someone to help them open God's word to help you learn about Jesus. And if Jesus is calling you and speaking to you at this very moment, don't hesitate. Please respond and invite Jesus to be a part of your life. And we can say this simple prayer. And so I'm just going to say this simple prayer. And if you have never met Jesus or you want to know more about Jesus and encounter him, then I invite you to say this prayer just quietly in your head. Jesus, please be my source of hope and life. I encourage you to seek and ask someone. There's a lot of people in uh, your church here at Spring Garden that would love to talk to you. The pastors, maybe people in your connect groups. I'm not sure what you guys call connect groups, I'm not sure what you guys call them, your small groups, um, but reach out, ask questions, and don't be afraid. God's not afraid of any question we have. And if you've known Jesus for many, many years, I would encourage all of us to be like the Samaritan woman who shares her faith with others. Let's listen together to the Samaritan woman's response to Jesus' declaration that he is the Messiah. I'm going to invite Sarah up to read, please. John chapter 4, verse 28 to 30. 
Then, leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Verse 39 to 42. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the savior of the world. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. As we just listened to, when the Samaritan woman met Jesus at the well, she at first found it very hard and impossible to understand what Jesus was teaching her. She listened and she questioned Jesus through open conversations. Jesus began to teach her the truth that he was the Messiah. And through this conversation and her personal encounter with Jesus, the Samaritan woman believed and proclaimed that Jesus was not only a prophet, but the Messiah, and she was forever changed. And as Sarah just beautifully read, the Samaritan woman, full of faith, no longer worried about being a social outcast, leaves her water jar. This is her source of life. And she runs back to the village to tell anyone and everyone who would listen to her about the Messiah. She proclaims that Jesus, this person that they've been waiting for so long, is here. He is the Messiah. And she invites others to come and discover for themselves and as the result of this, we read that many other people in the village put their faith and trust in Jesus, who is the Savior of the world. And this is the fourth lesson that we learn in this passage of Scripture from the Samaritan woman, who after encountering Jesus was led to action because she was forever changed. So I just invite each of us to take this moment to think about this. How am I being invited to share my story and my experiences of Jesus like the woman at the well and not fear what other people think? Our stories can be used profoundly by God if we're willing to step out and take that risk and have courage and not be fearful and share what God has done in our lives. And the other thing I'd like us to think about is when the Lord does do something big or little in our life, and like the Samaritan woman, that was pretty big. She discovered the Messiah, the one they're all waiting for. But when the Lord does something big or little in our life, do we tell others and then give the glory back to God? Or do we try to take it for ourselves? Unfortunately, our world is no different today. This woman 
all through her life, and we don't know how long it is, or how long it was, or even, or even who she is, her name. But she was judged. She was left out. She was ostracized. And sadly, that's the same in our world today. And we as believers are just as guilty. We too often judge others and we ex exclude others from social gatherings, from our homes, from even a tea or coffee, and even from church. Racism and judgmentalism has no place in our lives and especially in the church. Jesus demonstrates through the woman at the well how to intentionally meet people where they are at, especially those that are not accepted within the community and our society. Jesus offers love, grace, hope, and truth without making her ever feel inferior or guilty or shameful or dirty or rejected because she's a Samaritan or a woman or a social outcast or even her circumstances. She was made in the image of God. We are all made in the image of God. Jesus loves us equally, and he died for all of us. We are all called to love one another through helping others, regardless of our ethnicity, our social status, our gender or sex, or our religion. Who is the outcast in your life? Who is the outcast in your community? And how are you and I and our faith community being invited to reach out to them and to share the message of hope with love and without judgment? So I'd like to end just by reviewing the four lessons that we have learned through John chapter 4. Be intentional. Have open and meaningful dialogue. Speak truth that draws people to God. And then, like the Samaritan woman, take action. Our world is longing for truth, and God will use you. He will use me. He will use the body of Christ. We need to share what Jesus has done in our lives and share the gospel message of hope and salvation. Jesus is the living water. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Savior of our world. Thank you.